approaching Lent this year as a community, as a family, in terms of a spiritual detox, as we mentioned last week, these number of weeks, to serve as a, as a reset, a reboot to our, our, our spiritual system, if you will, to, to experience tr spiritual transformation, which is kind of the, the point of Lent, and really it's the point of all the Christian, our, our Christian walk with the, walk with the Lord. And, you know, last week we mentioned that, that I don't see us doing a spiritual detox well unless we detox from the cheap dopamine in our life, at least, at least to some degree. Because although cheap dopamine, there's nothing inherently bad with it, it's just that it's cheap and it keeps us from the good stuff. And the good stuff being love. It's receiving love. It's being in relationship with, with others to be sure, and most especially with, with God. And because of that, we, we asked ourselves last week, we said, we asked, where, where do I turn in my life routinely for cheap dopamine? What, what keeps me from the good stuff? What keeps me from God, from receiving him and what he wants to give me? And a whole bunch of us answered that question. A whole bunch of us put things, the cheap dopamine up on that wall last week. As I mentioned last week, it's like, you know, I bet you headquarters at YouTube or TikTok, whatever, they're looking at the map at Clarendon Hills being like, what's going on in Clarendon Hills, right? A lot of us to some degree said, I'm gonna, I, I need a detox from this cheap dopamine in my life because I know it keeps me from the good stuff. I heard a, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of families, individuals going home last week and making moves in their lives to make room for the good stuff. First week in Lent is time in the desert. Second week in Lent, the church always gives us the transfiguration. And what we see here is we see craving the good stuff we see the key to prayer, and then thirdly, being led up. Matthew 17, which Deacon Frank just proclaimed here of the transfiguration, the text says that Jesus took Peter, James, and John, he took them up a high mountain. And up there, Jesus is transfigured. It says his, the text says his face shone like the sun, appears Elijah and Moses, and what Jesus is doing, he's, he brings Peter, James, and John, he invites them into this transcendental experience. And what does Peter say? In verse four, he says, it is good that we are here. He brings them into this experience, sharing with the Trinity, he says, he says it's good, and the very next thing he says, can I, can I, can I, can I set up tents here? Like, I want to stay here. Peter discovers the good stuff, and he wants more of it. He craves more of it. And he's to the point where he says, can I stay here? And the, the question that I've been asking myself this week, and I pose for us as a community, as we journey on the spiritual detox together, that we ask ourselves is this. How convinced am I that the good stuff is good stuff? Like, do I crave the good stuff? 
Do I, do I crave prayer? Do I desire God? And you gotta be careful here because this is where the accuser likes to show up and likes to, like, to, to say, hey, like, to, to accuse us. Lay that aside, that's what he does. It's what he shows up in the desert, in the garden. He shows up here today to be sure. Lay that aside and ask ourselves the question because it's a really useful spiritual exercise to see just where we're at. Another way to ask it is, do I believe, as I'm here today, do I believe that God can satisfy me? All the holes that I come here with, the insecurities that I have, like when, when I feel empty, when I feel alone, do I think that God can fill me? I think a lot of times in, in, in the back of our head, like practically speaking, think of in the morning or at night, like we ask ourselves a question, or if we were to ask ourselves a question, would I really be satisfied if I prayed instead of turning the TV on or, or watching Netflix? Would I be happy if I picked up the scriptures rather than my phone? Am I convinced that the good stuff is good stuff? And see, like that, that's the importance of us doing the detox like the first week. This is why we put stuff on the wall because we're increasingly, I'm increasingly, increasingly not craving the good stuff. Someone was telling me this week about a sugar detox, right? And how going, like cutting out all sugar for, again, I don't know why anybody would want to do that or how that's possible. Although I do think that my nieces and nephews would benefit from a sugar detox. But they were telling me and how like during it and po like post the sugar detox, they began to crave the good food. They began to crave the good stuff. You know, I, I mentioned last week that I'm on, that I've been doing a cheap dopamine detox myself. Now I'm on day 55 up until leading up to Easter. And eight days into the cheap, my cheap dopamine detox, I messaged a few of the guys here that I'm doing it with. And I, and I told them and how after eight days of realizing how I slipped into, even just on Twitter, seeing an interesting news article and not even clicking on the news article to read it myself and to develop my own thoughts and to sit with it, but I just go and I read the I just read the comments. And that's comments and news. That also, it, it, it's also the case with regards to relationships and prayer. Which brings me to the second point of the key to prayer. What was it about the experience on the top of the mountain that Peter got to the point where he says, this is good. Can I stay here? Peter was brought into relationship. He was brought into conversation with the divine. He even hears the father's voice. The father speaks to him and says, this is my beloved son. The key to prayer is that it's relational. At its core, prayer is being in relationship with a person, a divine person, and experiencing that communion 
It says like, it's good. I want to stay here. And like, unless my understanding of prayer is that it's, is that it's relational, I'm going to view silence. I'm going to approach silence. I'm going to approach the scriptures. I'm going to even approach my hallow app and pick up the phone to go on the hallow app. I'm going to approach it as simply a, a box to check and a thing for me to do and to try to do a little bit more of this Lent. It's relation. I shared on Tuesday morning at the daily mass homily with 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 the with the with those here on Tuesday morning that when I became a pastor, I got into the habit of sitting down to pray. And when I sit down to pray, you know, as as a priest, there's a there's a five times a pray, five times a day and listen a set number of prayers for the for the priests and religious to pray. I got in the habit of just sitting down and just running through it from beginning to middle to the end, saying. I've got, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this so that I can get on to the things that are more important. So that I can get on and be productive to do the things that need to get done. Whatever that is, it's not prayer. Because I'm not in the mindset of when I'm doing that, in the mindset that I'm communing with a person. That I'm, that I'm in relationship with somebody. Jesus. And so I can run through a hallow app. I can do, I can, I can pray the rosary. I can read the scriptures and just with it, with it checked off, checking off a box, which brings me lastly to being led up. The transfiguration happens on the top of a high mountain. Mountains going up always throughout the Bible is an image, it points to a conversation with God, with the divine, with the transcendence. And notice that Peter, James, and John do not just appear up on top of the mountain. The text says, Jesus led them up. See, they, Peter, James, and John needed help to get up there. Every single person in this church this morning is in different spots with regards to the prayer. What we think about prayer, how often we pray, and where it is in our minds that we, we understand and think and approach prayer as being a relationship, we're all in different spots. But there is not a person in this church this morning that would not benefit, our entire lives benefit, our relationship with our spouses and our families would not benefit if we, there's not a person that would not benefit from our craving for God to be increased. But we need help. We need to ask for help because we are so used to craving the cheap stuff. We're so used to craving the cheap dopamine. And so here's what I'm suggesting for us this week as we're on this journey of our spiritual detox. You've noticed, you've received a handout when you, when you came in this morning. And on this, ha or if, if not, you can receive it on the way out. Got a, a quote on the top here, but I've laid out three principles for, for us to follow to increase our craving for the good stuff. <clears throat> if these principles are not followed, our craving for prayer and the good stuff will not happen. If we're not, if, if we're not consistent, if we're not quiet, if we're not simple, it's not gonna happen. You can look at those later. I want to highlight the bottom, the bottom part of this, this sheet. 
And I, it's a challenge for us to pray this prayer, maybe after we receive the Eucharist today and we head back to our, to, to our pew, maybe we keep it on our nightstand and we pray it in the morning or at night, to pray it every day this week for us to, to ask the Lord to, for help to increase the craving for prayer in our hearts. It's like, Lord, help me to seek the higher things. Help me to look up. Help me to go up the mountain. I need you to take me by the hand, Lord, and help me to crave and desire higher things to go up. Help me to even know that there are mountains that you want me to be on. I might be just stuck here low. Help me, as you took Peter, James, and John up the mountain, I'm asking, Lord, that you help me up. Help me to crave love, to crave relationships. Help me to crave you, Lord. Help me to crave the good stuff. And maybe just like, again, no judgment. Like there's no, there's no, wherever we're at, it's like, Lord, I just need, like that's a beautiful prayer to make to help, help me to increase that craving, Lord. Increase that craving in my heart for the good stuff for you.